0: I do greet you all in the name of Jesus Christ. This morning, um, it has been a blessed morning. Uh, I, it's been good. Uh, I appreciate all the the discussion, the the participation in that, and um, it's been inspiring. So. Let's praise God for that um, so what I have to share um, I guess will be the last in in a series concerning creation and um, i I really didn't plan this i I was inspired to speak on creation, and then right after that, it was like I, I realized that you know we have we have scripture that tells us God was active before creation. So I studied into that, and then I was inspired to speak of the end, and and uh, you know what what will it be like after judgment and and then i don't know sometime in the last 2 weeks i I, uh, I realized that you know there's like right now we are we we are now in the interim you know after creation before judgment what is god doing in this time so that's what i'd like to speak on today is <clears throat> uh, in the interim, the, uh, the, the time we're living in today, what, you know, I, I love the expression of, of uh, the finished work of Christ, uh, but is that saying that, that God is not active today? Um, That he's just biding his time and and waiting until the time is right to say, this is the end? Or what is God doing? And um, is is he just enjoying heaven and not paying much attention? Um. I don't think so. Um, there's a book I I never read it. Uh, some of you and the family have. And talked about it. Uh, the The title of the book is The Shack, and I think, if I remember correctly, that author. Um, depicted god as as being um spending time in the the picture that stuck with me was spending time in the meadows just smelling the flowers playing in the grass or whatever um, so is is that what god is doing um i'm not i don't mean to criticize that thought i it it i think it helps us to realize and and understand that that uh god is not fretting he is not worried but he's he is um, he is happy with his creation, um, but I also believe that, um, you know, God is omnipresent. He is omniscient and omnipotent. So he can be romping in the flowered meadows, but he can also be very present with me. and. He knows what I'm going through. He knows what you are going through. He knows our heart's desire. He knows the things we struggle with. And, and all of that while he is smelling the flowers, enjoying the soft grass, whatever. Um, not trying to, to uh, proclaim a, a fact other than, I mean, the fact of God playing in the meadows, I'm not that part of my statement is is figurative. uh, So wherever God is we know it is right, it is where he needs to be. We know also that that uh, you know, he lives, he lives within us. Uh, our body is his temple, and um, he he lives in our heart. Um, we we don't want to doubt that. Um, so, what is his desire for us? Um, and I think there's more than one correct answer to that question, but the, the inspiration that came to me was uh, uh, the last few verses in chapter 11 of, of Matthew um, where he says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. I think in those few verses we see a desire that God has for us. He wants us to to come to him, to commit our all to him, like we've already been taught this morning. Um, and, And then he desires to give us rest in that state. And I just think that um, that is a, a very beautiful invitation for us, followed with a a the promise of all promises, let's say, um, because that rest that he wants to give us is is much more than just the rest we experienced last night when we went to bed. Uh, that is a part of it, I I do believe, you know, he refreshes us uh, in our resting. But to me, it also speaks of uh, peace of mind, you know, uh, free of guilt, justified in the spirit. Um, We rest in in knowing that we've been cleansed of unrighteousness. Uh, We rest in being assured of salvation uh, we're grounded and settled in faith, rooted and grounded in love, um, all of those uh, speak of the rest that that God wants to give us <clears throat> so i just I just see that as a, a very wonderful invitation and 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 then the promises that follow you know um Who can promise that but God and and then there's there's even much more besides you know um, as we abide in him. Um, As we abide in Him and He abides in us, that rest reaches uh, into eternal rest, the the time after this time, the time in heaven. Um, um, thinking of abiding in Him and He in us, um, there's you know if you go to the dictionary, there's uh, various definitions for abide, but um, the one I like best was to endure without yielding, so we, we remain in Christ without, without yielding, without giving up on that. Um, and then also to continue in a place, so we, uh, as we abide in Him, we continue in Him. We continue in, in believing in Him, uh, loving Him, um, and just the the entire thing of of believing in Christ. So. <clears throat> Um, in the interim, the the time here on earth, um, what is God doing for us? And so, I have a list of things that I I want to read, and and I guess my my desire is that. Um, just to to bring out the the magnitude of what what God actually does for us here in this life, and I'm sure that that much could be added to this list and i I tried to stick with with uh, statements that that Jesus made while he was here on earth, uh, that he would do for us, and some of that I have uh, rearranged just simply so it fits better into the uh, deliverance of this, I guess, but, um, but each of these items were taken from, from things that Jesus said even though it is not just a a perfect repeat of what we find in the scripture Uh, most of it comes from the chapter or the book of john Um, and and i don't have uh, okay the first several ones though i um I just went through the the list in the um, um, concordance. I looked up the word uh, "gives." the The things that God gives to us, and I don't have references for those, um, but nonetheless, <clears throat> with the thought of of what is God doing for us in the interim. Okay, he has chosen us unto salvation. He has given us a new commandment, given us life, a ransom for many, given his life, a ransom for many. He gives to us the light of knowledge, the light of the knowledge of the glory of God, the kingdom, a crown of life, Understanding in all things the water of life freely, the sure mercies of David. And he says to us, He that followeth me shall have the light of life. I tell you the truth. He that is of God, heareth God's words. I am come that they, which his sheep, may have life. I lay down my life for the sheep. I have given you an example that was said of feet washing. Um, He says, I go to prepare a place for you. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, I will do it. I will love him. He that keepeth my commandments. And manifest myself to him. My peace I give you. Okay. Jesus Christ abides in us. He enables us to be fruitful. Receives us as his disciples. Declares us to be his friends. Gives us eternal life. Manifested God's name in God's. To God's chosen men, he prays for us. He prays that God would keep us from evil. He asks asks God to sanctify us through His Word. Prays that we all may be one. Prays that God's love may be in us. Addressed his disciples with, "Peace be unto you." So, all of those things are being done for us. Um, In our time here on Earth. Okay, so, you know, those are, are. Um, we can take those as, as promises, and and we realize that, um, you know, promises. Come with conditions, so. Now I would, I would like to go back and and. Um, compare those, these promises with um, the conditions that are also given. And I don't have a condition for every one. Um, if we start in, in uh, John 8, verse 12. I'll just read the entire verse there. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Um. Okay, the the. So what I had said earlier was that he that followeth me shall have the light of life. So that is a promise. He that followeth me shall have the light of life. The condition is he shall not walk in darkness. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So the condition is we shall not walk in darkness and he will give us... The light of life, um, and you can lead your own thoughts. What is that darkness? Um, there's not one specific correct answer to that either. Um, you know, anything that does not please God would be uh, walking in darkness. Okay, then if we go to John 13, verse 15. This is uh, speaking of washing one another's feet. Um, starting in 14. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you so that was what i had read earlier Uh, i've given you an example Um, the example was that he washed the disciples feet and and um, he says i've given you an example you should do as i have done to you so he's he's asking us that that we wash one another's feet, and I think we we may take that as uh, not not only washing one another's feet at time of communion, um, but in in serving one another, in being helpful, bearing each other's burdens. Um, I think we can, can apply that to the, the thing of washing one another's feet. Um, okay, John 15. Um, I think I'll read one to eight here. I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. So the the thing of um, of of Christ abiding in us, enabling us to be fruitful, uh, receives us as his disciples and declares us to be his friends. Um, so. The, if we just look at um, him, Christ abiding in us, a condition there is that we abide in Him. Um, if we reject Him, He He will not abide with us. So we see that that the condition of our heart. Needs to be abiding in Christ, so that He abides in us, so that we can that we realize that that promise, that the blessing of that, um, and again, uh, abiding in Him, enduring, uh, enduring without yielding uh, in in abiding in Christ um If we look at verse 5, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Um, Maybe I took this from verse two: "Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit." Um, you know, the the thing of purging. Um, we we want to be broken and yielded. Um, let let Christ cleanse us from from iniquities whatever it all may be the, those things which are not pleasing to him um, then the the condition that goes with um, um, I may not have read this, but he declares us to be his friends. Um, the condition there is, if if ye do whatsoever I command you. Um, I can't get my eyes on that. I'm just taking that from my notes. That you know, he he declares us to be his friends. Yet, the condition is that we that we um, follow his commandments. Um, I like chapter seventeen um, this is jesus' own prayer uh and just a we can we can see his heart from this chapter, and it is especially meaningful when we realize that uh, well a good bit of the prayer was concerning his disciples, but then. He says um, neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, their being his disciples, um, and that that makes it very personal for us because um." Jesus is is praying to God that that he would bless us, just a blanket term there, um, long before um, we ever came into existence. Okay, so in uh, verse 6 of chapter 17 in John says, I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou gavest them me, and they have kept thy word. Okay, so. um, He says, I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me. Okay, so, what is the condition here? Um, just simply, they have kept Thy word. So, <clears throat> if we if we expect or desire to um, to be one of God's children, uh, the condition is that we keep God's word. then in verse 9 he says i pray for them i pray not for the world but for them which thou hast given me for they are thine okay he simply says i pray for them and i i think he's speaking here of the disciples the the 12 apostles there but i guess I take this also for myself personally. Um, Then in verse 10 he says, all mine are thine and thine are mine and I am glorified in them. Um, So it's not asking us here to do anything actually. I mean, it's not stated as as a commandment for us to do something, but we can understand that um, that Jesus is is praying for his disciples, and that he is glorified um, through the disciples. So. To me, the, the condition here is that that we glorify God. Jesus prays for us and we glorify Him in that. Um, the, the promise and the condition come together in that way. Verse 15 I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but thou shouldest keep us keep them from evil. Um, So, that is something that is being done for us. Um, And then verse 16, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. So, the condition for us here is to to remain unspotted from the world, to uh, not indulge in sin and selfishness and just our carnal desires. Verse 21, uh, that they all may be one as thou father art in me and I in Thee that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me this is a little bit vague, maybe, as far as uh, a condition, but if we think of uh Jesus praying that we all may be one, that the world may believe that God sent Jesus. Um, it it put, puts upon us the burden of, of being that witness for the world. That the world may believe um, that, that God sent Jesus. Um, that he that he died for all um you know that that the world may believe <clears throat> I think I skipped over um, chapter 14, Um, in verses 1 and 2, he says, Let not your heart be troubled, yet believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Um, so there we have the promise of of Christ going to prepare a place for us Um, the condition is that we believe in God like back to verse 1 ye believe in God believe also in me Um, then I really like um, verse 13, um, I, I think this is important for us to, um, I don't know, ingrain within our, our heart and mind. Um, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do that the father may be glorified in the son. Um, So again, it's a little bit indirect, but still we can understand that um, if we expect or uh, believe that whatsoever we ask uh, will be done for us, so so christ does that if if we read this a little slowly and and take in what it's actually saying whatsoever ye shall ask in my name that will I do that the father may be glorified in the son so if if we take that for what it is saying um we pray to God, and it is done for us. But the 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 big thing, I don't know how else to state it, is that Jesus would be glorified, and are we okay with that? You know, um, it is. It's not about us, but it is about uh, the glory of god um, it is i I just think this verse speaks of the the very essence of of humankind's greatest purpose is that we glorify God and To make that happen, um, he has told us that as we pray to him and and ask for whatever it may be, he will do it so that he is glorified. So, it's not for our glory, our pomp or pleasure that He answers our prayers, that He does for us what we ask Him. It's about subjecting our all to Him and that that He is glorified. Verse 21 of chapter 14, uh, He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Um, here again we see that um, you know, there's there's promises and conditions. Um, he that hath my commandments, and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. Just plain and simple. Um, verse twenty-seven: Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth I give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So we we want that peace which he promises. You know we we desire peace. Okay, the condition is that we let not our let not our heart be troubled, and so how do we prevent our heart from being troubled? Um, I think the the number one thing is to to trust him, uh, just to know that that he is with us. He he cares for us and uh, desires he desires to have us with him. That brings me to the to the end um, so with with all that the Lord is doing for us um, we really have no reason to be downcast um, and you know I him it, It nearly makes me feel like a hypocrite, I guess, to say that because I know that in my life I have many times been downcast and and easily discouraged but Even so I I Do believe that with with all that God does for us and all that he has provided and and um, Established that He will take care of us, and and you know, thinking of caring for us, and and thinking of how He cared for Israel, you know, and how He fought their battles, and and all of that, um, we really have no reason uh, to be downcast because we know that we are loved even cherished we're protected drawn to our father kept from evil and sanctified Um, we're not alone he is with us so can we love and be loved um and you know we will face troubles um, i'm uh, that is life and um, we we find that to be true you know we things happen and it troubles us and we we fail and uh, feel bad about it and and on and on, you know there's there's lots of ways that uh, that we're troubled um, I think it was it is Paul that writes we are troubled on every side um, but we we need not to despair um, and you know i I need this probably more than any of you but I, I, I believe it is true and I desire to, to grow in that and to be able to um, to not let the things of this life get me down but to, to trust God in that and um, to let him work his will. Um So, I would like to still share from in, in the light of of not letting the things of this life uh, get us down or make us to be downcast, but to commit those things to god and and uh, let him work his love in us um, I'd like to share from Proverbs 3, the first nine verses. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. Okay? Forget not my law, but keep the commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Okay? The keeping of God's commandments add length of days, long life and peace. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck, write them upon the table of thy of thine heart. You know Um Make Make mercy and truth a a very real part of your life. Um, Take them with you wherever you go, whatever you do. Verse 4, so shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. And then these memorable verses um, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel, and morrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with the firstfruits of all thine increase. So, that is my desire, that we... That we can trust in the Lord with all our heart and not lean on our own understandings, not lean on the wisdom of the world, but to commit our ways to Him and, and simply trust Him, even in the times of of distress and you know those things which would would consume us you know, God is greater than all that and He desires to see us victorious and to make our lives flourish. So I will leave it with that. Um, Be glad for uh, any comments in testimony or um, just sharing your thoughts, prayer requests or whatever comes to your mind.